Hello, America Spray. Welcome to our ongoing podcast series, Voices of VA Research. I'm speaking with Dr. Joseph Frank, a primary care physician at the VA Eastern Colorado Healthcare System in Denver. He's also a researcher at the Center of Innovation for Veteran-Centered and Value-Driven Care. Dr. Frank's research is focused on improving care for veterans who are living with chronic pain, especially strategies for safely tapering the use of long-term opioid medication. Welcome, Dr. Frank. Can you tell me about the work you are doing for VA? As a primary care physician, I'm particularly interested in how we provide chronic pain care in primary care settings um, and have pursued three related lines of research that are important to Mm -hmm. me as a primary care physician. So I think the first of those is for patients taking opioid medications long-term, the process of reducing or stopping these medications, sometimes referred to as opioid tapering, can be very challenging. And we need to understand how to deliver high-quality pain care during and after opioid tapering. I think the second line, as with many chronic conditions, primary care physicians are most effective when working as part of a team. I'm interested in how we should design teams in primary care to deliver pain care that is patient-centered, mm-hmm. effective, and finally, it's critical that we help patients get involved in and lead their own plans for pain management. Oh, I like that. As a researcher, then, I think um, this means we must also help patients get involved in pain research, and so I'm very interested in how we can better involve patients in all phases of the research process. Can you tell me what the VA policy is for tapering or reducing opioid doses in veterans? I can. Um, VA policy is is guided by the most recent guideline uh, released by the Department of Veteran Affairs and Defense. Uh, That guideline was released just last year in 2017. Uh, And the guideline recommends that for patients on long-term opioids, Mm -hmm. uh, it is important to assess the risks and benefits of ongoing treatment with opioid medications for the individual veteran. Um, That guideline also notes uh, that it is important to assess the risks and benefits of tapering, and as I mentioned, we don't have much evidence to help providers assess those risks and benefits, and so the Mm -hmm. decision-making is challenging, but importantly, should focus on an individual veteran's and their unique needs. Importantly, what that policy does not include um, is a recommended recommendation to reduce opioid dose based on based on dose alone and without attention to individual risks and benefits. Okay. Um, and so, um, I think a a place where we risk uh, getting beyond the evidence and beyond the VA's guideline and other related guidelines is by. Um, unilaterally making changes to medications uh, that don't take into consideration an individual patient's unique needs. In an article published in Pain Medicine, you interviewed primary care physicians to find out about their experiences with tapering opioid therapy. What did they say are the barriers and harms associated with tapering opioid therapy? Certainly. Uh, We conducted focus groups with 40 providers across three healthcare systems here in Denver, Colorado, and identified three key themes related to uh, their perceived barriers to opioid tapering. Uh, First, providers that we spoke with described discussions of opioid tapering with their patients uh, to be uniquely emotionally charged and at times exhausting. Mm. Um, 
our systems are asking providers to have these conversations uh, more often these days, and it's important that we recognize um, the impact on providers as well as the impact of, on patients of uh, tackling this challenging process. Um, second, providers described uh, a sense that they had inadequate resources to support opioid tapering, um, specifically, but also chronic pain care generally. Uh, they described a lack of training specific to this process as well as a lack of um, other team members uh, and resources in their clinics or communities. And third, they reported that opioid tapering did not go well when there was a lack of trust between their patient and themselves. You also mentioned in that study that you identified some facilitators or best strategies that would help primary care physicians safely taper long-term opioid therapy. Can you tell me what those are? Um, in addition to barriers, primary care providers that we spoke with also described strategies that they found helpful. Um, they noted the importance of empathizing with their patient's experience, both their experience of pain and any concerns about making medication changes. Uh, we have learned in our prior work talking with patients about this process that it can be very anxiety provoking and so providers noted the importance of acknowledging that anxiety. Uh, providers also described opioid tapering as a long-term process that benefits from planning and preparation. They describe ways in which working with individual patients to think long-term about goals as it relates to the medication was a productive process. And finally, they reported feeling supported by guidelines and local policies that sought to standardize care processes related to opioid prescribing and opioid tapering. Can you tell me about how they might help someone who suffers chronic pain and, and where the limitations are? I think um, the, the goal of using medications, um, I guess any medications, particularly opioids long-term for a condition like chronic pain is that they improve function and quality of life. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we are moving away from measuring pain severity on a simple zero to 10 scale uh, and trying to think more broadly about uh, an individual patient's long-term goals as it relates to their ability to do the things they want to do. So I think um, when they are beneficial, it's because they are helping patients uh, function well and uh, improve their quality of life. Um, I think important risks often travel alongside those benefits. Um, and we have uh, seen in prior studies that uh, some people often take these medications with some ambivalence as they uh, experience both benefit and some uh, downsides. Mm -hmm. I think downsides include side effects. Uh, side effects differ based on uh, the individual patient, but um, can include uh, decreased energy, can include cognitive impairments, and some other meaningful side effects that um, they experience day to day. And then I think the risk of serious harms such as overdose or new um, opioid use disorder diagnosis, um, I think are front and center in the minds of policymakers and for providers. Mm -hmm. um, in our prior work talking with patients, um, they told us that uh, the pain they experience day to day is is, is more pertinent and is more salient than um, more abstract risks of future harms. And so it can be a real challenge for physicians and providers to get on the same page when prioritizing um, 
What types of strategies would you like to see developed to help primary care physicians work with chronic pain patients and assist them in tapering opioids? That's an important question. Um, I think first, it takes a team, and in a system like the VA, it will take, I think, um, guidance to help teams develop uh, effective processes in their own local sites. Mm -hmm. uh, primary care providers, nurses, pharmacists, psychologists, uh, the list goes on. I think each provider has a unique expertise that may be helpful for patients during opioid tapering. Uh, the challenge ahead is to create systems that can connect each patient with the right team at the right time, mm -hmm. both during opioid tapering and for chronic pain management generally. I think the VA is involved in some very interesting work that's ongoing to uh, compare different uh, types of teams and to understand which veterans benefit from uh, which team structure. Um, and it'll be important that we learn from those ongoing studies and uh, as researchers try and help leaders in VA uh, integrate those into routine care as quickly as we can. Um, I'll mention two other resources that I think are potentially impactful in VA. Um, the second is an important role for peer support. Uh, while I, as a primary care physician, try to help my patients know what to expect during opioid tapering, mm -hmm. I think a fellow veteran who has been through the process can provide practical insights and support that I just can't match. Uh, and third, uh, as we already discussed, opioid medications are just one tool in the chronic pain toolkit. I think it's important we continue to improve the veterans' access to the full range of treatments and continue to improve the quality of the evidence that guides our approach to multimodal pain care. I want to thank Dr. Frank for joining me on Voices of VA Research. I hope you have found it informative. I'm Erica Spray. Please tune in again. To learn more about the latest in VA research, go to research.va.gov.